0: Good morning, today I am with uh, David James, he's responsible for our professional learning programme and uh, we're going to talk about the way that we learn professionally at Garden International. So to begin with, can you tell me a little bit about your role?
1: Yeah, uh, morning James. So my, my title is Director of Professional Learning. Um, <coughs> at Garden School we have a number of whole school directors and I think they kind of signify what we really value as a school. Um, as a school we really value learning. Um, I think we recognise that the the biggest impact on students is the classroom teacher and so it's our commitment to developing classroom teachers to enable them to become the the best version of themselves. Um, And so my role is about the kind of the programmes, the structures, the processes that we have in place that will facilitate that. Excellent.
0: And uh, we have quite a complicated uh, programme in some ways but at its heart there is one key aspect. Um, you talk about uh, teacher reflection. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Uh, Professional review and learning cycle. Um, The professional review and learning cycle runs over the course of the year, and it's very much aimed at developing classroom teachers, and it's very personalized. But it's also aligned to our learning statements. So we have six learning statements, um, which for us signify what we feel or what we believe would have that biggest impact. Can you give us a learning. couple
0: of examples of those learning statements?
1: Okay, so we have six learning statements, and they, they define what we believe affect where we believe effective learning will take place. For example, where knowledge, skills, and understanding are being developed, where learners understand what they've learned and why, um, learners feel safe, supported, and valued as a, as part of a learner centred environment. And I think these. Learning statements are integral to us as a school and they define what we believe good learning is. They shape um, our approach to learning, they, they shape all the professional development opportunities that we provide, and they give a kind of a common framework where we might all be staff from different experiences, we come from different backgrounds, but we're aligned. To this common vision for learning at GIS. Yeah, and I think
0: it does bring a certain clarity. So at the beginning of each year, uh, teachers set themselves two goals. One is aligned to the strategy of the school for yep. that three year period, and the other one is a personal choice based on Uh, those learning and the first step is that they talk to the line manager. So take us through the the actual process.
1: Like you said, the the first step is it's all about developing that awareness of who we are as teachers. Um, Our learning statements, um, our teaching standards I should say, are very much aligned to our learning statements. So at the beginning of the process, staff review themselves against their learning statements. They identify particular aspects where they feel particular strengths, so areas that they really work to develop over over time. But through that process, they also maybe identify areas where they would like to focus on that particular year. Um, I would say it's not just about that review of the learning statements. This year, we've looked at developing what we call our data driven dialogue, where we've looked at how we use other forms of evidence and other forms of data to help us build that picture of learning. And so, all of this should be done in the context of the children or the students that we're teaching this particular year, yes. so it's grounded, it's grounded within the needs of the students um, at this time.
0: Excellent, and as I say, so the first step is you go through your professional reviewer and then we start to accumulate evidence, yep. um, and we're given quite a lot of time to do this uh, because we've actually shortened the day on our Friday, haven't we? Yep.
1: And so we have what we call our professional learning time programme, or what some people call our Friday afternoon programme. And within that, um, students go home early, and it's that dedicated two-hour block every single week, which is our commitment to staff development, recognising that it's that staff develop that will have that biggest impact on learning.
0: And, and, of course, there is a variety of activities that people do. Uh, sometimes they're meeting with other members of staff. Sometimes they're going on professional learning uh, courses. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they actually do have personal reflection time, don't yeah. they?
1: And, and I think what we've tried to do is balance up the, the school priorities with um, personal learning. So, like okay. you said, we set two goals. One is aligned to the priorities of um, of, of your team, yeah. and the other is aligned then to your own personal priorities. And so, within the Friday afternoon program, for example, this year, we've provided opportunities for staff to engage with understanding by design, yes, and understanding um, and developing their use of data yes. and, and assessment because they're part of our core yes. strategic yeah. goals. But likewise, there's opportunity for staff to engage in personal learning. Yes. Um, and through that, they have access to libraries, they have access to online resources. Some people engage with online online courses. We have professional learning courses as well within the school where groups of teachers yeah. get together and focus in on a particular aspect of practice that is personal to yes. them. Yes. And so we try to create a program that balances the two... Two aspects of learning yes.
0: within the skill. Yeah. So there's quite a range of things, quite a range of ways for people to develop, and then they also have a range of ways in which they can reflect. Yeah. So um, we've got a few examples of the ways that people reflect. Yeah. Um, my personal preference is, is for Google Docs because I find it very easy to type yeah. and I find it very easy to share my, my logs that way. But there are some more interesting ways to.
1: Yeah. And so we, we have what I'd call our professional learning platform it's um, also known as blue sky and i think for me the important thing about blue sky does offer a lot of opportunity but most of all it provides opportunity um, around our principles and our values and like you rightly said research suggests that one of the biggest impacts on learning is this reflective practitioner and through our professional learning program one of the key components that underpins everything is that ongoing engagement and reflection but just because it's worked somewhere else doesn't mean that it will work here with this group of students. Yes. So by promoting this reflection, we're encouraging staff to evaluate uh, what they're doing, the impact it's having on them as a practitioner, but importantly, the impact it's having on the, the learning mix of the students in their yes. particular classes. And like you said, part of our professional review and learning cycle then is this idea of well, how, what lengths are you going to as a teacher? to develop yourself and how are you evidencing this and, and we have then that kind of reflect, that reflective process. Blue Sky provides a platform for that um, and a number of teachers enjoy using that note section yes. where they, they record that thinking, they record that, that reflective process over time. For other people they prefer being a bit more creative in yes. a different way. They, provide, they prefer potentially Google Docs yes. or Google Slides or audio recordings. Yes they can then link that through the blue sky platform importantly it's a behavior that we're looking to develop it's not a commitment to blue sky although like i said blue sky offers lots of opportunity yeah but it's that commitment to reflective practice yes and
0: i think that that is a reflective practice i mean you've talked a lot about the research behind reflective practitioners um, to us so there's a lot of evidence behind it isn't there
1: yeah yeah very much so And, and i think it it's about applying it to your particular context and it's recognising that different teachers are at different points in their development. Yes. We've all got areas of expertise within our classroom. Yes. If you look at that self-review, for example, of uh, learning statements, when staff review against that, they rarely get staff who say they're, they're really confident in every single yeah. aspect. They create almost like a picture, well, that's an area where they really feel confident but yes. those other areas. And I think it's recognising that Yes, we're not all at this point. Yeah,
0: I think that's really powerful. Now we are coming towards the end of a cycle. So we've got the first step. We have the uh, actual talk with your professional learner. We have a mid-check almost, don't we? Yeah. Uh, And through this time we're recording evidence and reflecting, and then take us through the final step, which is what people are doing now.
1: So, so, like you said, the first step begins with uh, understanding yourself and understanding the needs of your students. You then set yourself to goals, like you said, and you engage over the course of the year um, with those goals. Um, and the final step then is, is kind of completing that end of your cycle. Um, importantly, what we've um, we've asked staff to do is it's about evaluating the progress you've made against your goals. Yes recognizing that you don't have to have met all your goals you yes. don't need to have been fully successful we researchers suggests that if you set aspirational goals yes that has a bigger impact yes but by definition if you set yourself an aspirational goal you might not complete every single aspect or it might yes. not be as fully successful in the way you envisage it yeah. at the beginning and
0: if you're going to encourage experiment
1: exactly. experiments
0: can go wrong
1: and, and exactly, it's about learning what does work for this context. But yes. sometimes it's learning about what doesn't work, and that yes. reflective process encourages and promotes that ongoing, I guess, evidence-driven yes. reflection. So part of that process is okay. How do you know that you've achieved your goals? Yeah. How do you know that you've been successful in this particular strategy yes. or this particular approach? Yeah. And so at the beginning of the year, staff set set themselves, I guess what we would call performance yeah. criteria. What is that difference that they're looking to see? Yeah. And then part of that process, and this is the area we're still trying to develop and, and further explore, is how do you know that you're successful? Yeah. Is it looking at student voice? Yes. Is it through your own critical reflection and and um, uh, review of what's going on in your classroom is it by inviting another member of staff into your classroom to help you have that kind of reflective conversation yes. about it, is it looking at data Yes. there's many many different ways of evidencing and evaluating the impact and what we're trying to promote it's, there's no one right way You do not yes. Not everyone has to do it like I this I think it must also depend a lot on your goals as exactly. to what's
0: appropriate And so you've got your two goals also we talk about wider Life in the community or something is part of the expectation. Yeah,
1: and and I think one of the strengths of this school, one of the strengths of Garden, is the opportunities that we provide our students, not just within the classroom but beyond the classroom. Yes, and recognising that that's reliant on staff. Yes. it's reliant on on staff engaging, and and as teachers, it's the kind of thing. It's often what we enjoy doing. Yeah. So I I love taking the the football team. Yes. So I, I coach one of the primary football teams. And it gives you that different kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. But it's also that kind of expectation that staff engage to a reasonable level yes. at those wider life opportunities, because yes. we, we, we need staff and we <laughs> appreciate that we're reliant on staff for, for that.
0: Okay, excellent. Um, well, I think that's been
1: a great insight into our system. Is there anything else you'd like to say, parting comments? Well, I think it's just, again, coming back, we're trying to underpin everything with the core principles and mm-hmm. behaviours. What we're trying to move away from is this idea that this kind of review cycle is all about you evidencing that you're a good teacher. Yes. You know you're a great teacher. Yeah. What we're trying to promote within the cycle is this idea that how do you engage and develop yourself further? Yes. How are you becoming a better teacher to meet the needs of the students that you have in your class this year and how through the process are you evaluating that impact? And for me, that kind of cycle where it's all about you and it's about you improving your practice, about improving the learning of students, Mm -hmm. that's what we value at Garden. Mm -hmm. That's what we're really trying to promote through the cycle, rather than this kind of traditional method of evidence in how you meet particular standards. And so I guess that's what I'd finish with.
0: Thank you very much.